Hi, and welcome to the Boat Princess podcast. My name is Nikki Vo, and I'm your host. I am a boat owner, a marina owner, a director on the Marina Industries Association, and a huge advocate for boating. In this series, I'm sharing the stories from every nook of the boating industry with the intention of encouraging more women to join me and for more women to get behind the helm too. I want to share the experience and opportunities of boating, of the boating industry, and I want you to join me as I bring the conversations and answer all the questions you've had. Boating is not just for the glamorous and rich and famous. It's full of beautiful and interesting people making the most of our natural environment and getting out there, enjoying the waterways. So let's set off the lines, take over the helm and escape to the world of boating. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Boat Princess podcast. We have had so many downloads now that we are in the top 5% of podcasts around the world. I'm pretty proud of that and very grateful to Pip from ShirePod for being my producer and getting us out there into the world. It's very exciting that so many people are hearing these amazing stories that our interviewees have to say and tell. So um, I'm in the UK at the moment. Um, I was, of course, born in the UK. You know that by my accent, I'm sure. Um, And I'm spending a lot of time seeing some great boat manufacturers over here. I'm going to see the Princess Factory. I'm going to see the Fairline Factory. Um, They've all been amazingly supportive and welcoming. And I really can't wait to interview the amazing people they have at their facilities and seeing their incredible operations. It's very exciting to get involved in that. My boating life, of course, began here in the UK. I used to sail with my dad on GP14s in Pool Harbour and we used to stay on uh, Brownsea Island. And the very first boat I fell in love with, we was, of course, the boat that took us to Brownsea Island. She was a little 30-foot timber vessel. She still exists. She was built in 1964. She doesn't get used daily now, but she's only just stopped getting used daily for every trip back and forth to the island to pool and sandbanks for the guests at Brownsea Castle. So she has been an incredible boat, still is an incredible boat, and... um, she was the first boat I ever fell in love with. So, and that's where my fundamental belief comes from that everybody feels better when they're on a boat because, of course, she took me to my holidays. My happiest times in my childhood um, were um, hopping onto her and going over to Brownsea Island. So, to give you a little bit of background on me, that that's why I fundamentally believe that as many people as possible should get into boating and preferably even into the boating industry because it makes you feel good. And that's my my true love, uh, where that comes from. I love that boat, Castello, she's called, gorgeous thing. So Um, that's what I'm doing here at the moment. It's very exciting to be here. We've been to the British Motor Yacht Show, which was great fun. Good to see so many people there. And um, 
I need to tell you a few things coming up in the future that you need to know about. As you know, we had an amazing time at Sanctuary Cove Boat Show. Sydney Boat Show is coming back. Yay! It starts on Thursday the 28th of July to Monday 1st of August. It will run from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day. Little tip there, go later in the day, that 5 to 7 p.m., um, it can be a lot quieter. So you can get some, you can go buzzing around and see a number of boats uh, quicker than you can during the day. Um, of course, I have my usual boat show tips on my website, theboatprincess.com, all about what shoes to wear, what to take with you, what not to take with you, all those sorts of things, what to do, what boating etiquette is a boat show, all that sort of thing. You can sign up for my newsletter on my website theboatprincess.com and we'll be sending that um, out to you just prior to boat show as well so you have that um, available to you the boat show tickets start from just just over 26 dollars right up to uh, 412 ish dollars a day for the vip experience now that is a whole new thing for Sydney Boat Show. Those of you who've been to Sanctuary Cove Boat Show will have experienced recently the VIP lounge there. Um, it's a fantastic experience because your, your food's included, your beverages included, and you enjoy some nice tasting experiences and all those sorts of wonderful things included in your ticket price. Um, but it gives you that place that you can escape to to just chill and catch up with people that you maybe see at the boat show that you don't normally get to catch up with. Um, and spend some time to think about what you've seen to sort of assess what boats really appeal to you and all those sorts of things but to also enjoy the live music um, and just um, just chill and, and feel VIP I mean who doesn't want to wear a VIP lanyard right <laughs> so <laughs> uh, buying the VIP tickets for the show they are of course limited so do suggest you get onto that earlier rather than later, booking your VIP tickets for the boat show. But otherwise, it's a $26 a day ticket and it is a fantastic day out. There is so much to see, all things associated with all things on the water, right from kayaks and fishing rods right up to your multi-million dollar vessels. So there is literally something for everyone. The reason Sydney is quite different this year to what it has been in the past, Molfa, who are the organisers of Sanctuary Cove Boat Show, are now working in conjunction with the BIA um, on the event. So it is a whole new experience for Sydney. And I know the BIA have been working on that concept for a number of years very hard um, and Molfa are helping them deliver that. I know that because, of course, my husband only just completed his presidency of the BIA in May, completed his term there. So I know he and the team have put a lot of work into this show and Molfa are adding their beautiful spin to it and creating it. So it's going to be absolutely fantastic. I do not want you to miss it. Now, one of the teams that will be at Sydney Boat Show is the Alexander Marine team. 
Now, they look after the distribution of Ocean Alexanders and, of course, galleons as well here in Australia. And I got to catch up with Dan Mundy, who is the head of global distribution, marketing service and dealer development for Ocean Alexander at Sanctuary Cove Boat Show. That was a bit of an opportunity I did not want to miss when I realised he was there because, of course, he was over from the U.S., and um, it was great to catch up with uh, a man of such an incredible level of experience in the boating industry, um, but also associated with such an exceptional brand. Now, if you haven't been on an Ocean Alexander before, you really need to hop on an Ocean Alexander. Um, we hopped on the 28E at, um, at Sanctuary Cove Boat Show, and you'll see some cute little videos ab about that on my Instagram the boat princess so um if you don't know about ocean alexander here's a little bit of history for you just a snippet uh, they were founded in 1977 by alex chue i hope i've pronounced that correctly um, and the current president of um their business is john uh, alex's son um ocean alexander uh quickly established themselves as one of the premier luxury yacht manufacturers. And by 2005, they'd built their first 100-foot mega yacht. In 2015, Showboats International acclaimed Ocean Alexander as one of the top five super yacht builders in the world. They really are committed to excellence in quality and performance, and it's really evidence in their in, in their builds. We actually have a beautiful Ocean Alexander in our marina at uh, Empire Marina Bobbin Head, and the owner takes particularly good care of her. But she, I'm guessing she's at least a teenager, and she looks absolutely stunning still. She is quite gorgeous, and she hasn't really dated she looks beautiful. So you don't get uh, to look like that if you're not built in, in equality in the first place. So where are they built? They're built in Taiwan and they have a shipyard in the US as well. Um, and they in 2021, they were um, the fourth largest yacht builder in the world by the feet of yacht that they were building, the number of feet they were building. So these guys are, you know, great big operators that maybe Australians haven't been exposed to enough. That's my personal opinion. Um, the, the fact that they're built in Taiwan sometimes is thought of as a negative in Australia. And I'm not sure why, because as I said, some of the best super yachts in the world are be built in Taiwan. So... Um, that is a negative that we need to get out of our mindset in Australia. And uh, we need to look at um, Ocean Alexander as, as a potential uh, boat for the larger vessels that we're looking for. Um, a quote from Boat International for you is, the demand for Ocean Alexander's top-selling yachts is reaching an all-time high. In just three months during 2021, the builder reported the sale and de delivery of eight brand-new yachts to owners across the globe. Since then, 
Ocean Alexander has introduced three additional models to expand its range of 25 to 37 metre yachts that after just four months are already sold out for the near future. So um, I really want you to take a look at this brand. I really want to you to enjoy my chat with Dan about their brand. Um, they are quite fantastic. The designs of them are so open and, and a little bit different. And some of the things they do are a little bit like the Mercedes S-Class. They'll do something and then, you know, other brands will say, oh, that's a good idea and add it on to their designs. So... So um, really enjoy this chat with Dan with me. Um, it's lovely to have you um, supporting us so greatly in being so successful with this podcast. It's a thrill to have you here. I really appreciate it. And um, I can't wait to see you all at Sydney Boat Show. Make sure you book your tickets soon. I'll see you on the water soon, guys, after I've spoken to Dan. So hi everyone and welcome to our Boat Princess podcast, little snippets that we're doing at Sanctuary Cove Boat Show. I am here with a fantastic man, Dan Mundy, who is Head of Global Operations for Ocean Alexander Marine. Now tell me, Dan, what is different about Ocean Alexander to any other brand? Well, I suppose it all depends on who we're speaking to. <laughs> and uh, the great thing about uh, our industry is everyone has a different interpretation of how they use a vessel. And uh, I would say that one thing that very much sets us apart is the broad range of diversity in the series that we actually build. So we have not gone very specifically after one segment of the population. Uh, we really try to fit um, uh, a branding solution to all of our different operators, owners, how they use their vessels, and the demographic that we serve. When you say that, in actual fact, we do need to clarify that Ocean Alexander start at 28 meters. Correct. So <laughs> let's not, let, 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 let's be cautious with our definitions. We are a super yacht builder. So obviously knowing that first, we have uh, placed ourselves in that category. From there, however, we've really uh, tried to uh, segregate. However, we let the client navigate uh, their ownership experience, uh, but uh, we've almost segregated our, um, uh, um, our, our series, if you will, uh, into uh, branding towards a certain demographic. So yes, we are, we are serving um, a, an affluent client with a luxury product, and that's not lost on us. We know our place in the market. And uh, however, what we do want is to be a global brand and a diverse brand so that uh, for those few people who do have the ability uh, to enter into this family, into this brand, uh, we are not just serving one segment of that very small population. I love that word you use there, family. Tell me about becoming part of the Ocean Alexander family. Well, in Ocean Alexander, uh, it still is a family. 
uh, Ocean Alexander has been held uh, by the same family uh, through uh, three generations and, uh, and were led um, with that as a guiding principle, meaning that uh, we are not a corporate giant. We are not a, uh, a brand that, um, uh, that, that works from a balance sheet. We're not a company that the numbers uh, that we produce to shareholders are what uh, brings us to the decisions we make on a daily basis. And so because our brand comes from a family, we like to extend that same experience to the owners uh, that we're privileged to have. Uh, that have trusted them, trusted us uh, with uh, with giving them a lifestyle on the water, and uh, very much treat them like family. So, tell me about your story, Dan. How on earth did you get into this wonderful boating industry that we work in? The we probably don't have enough time uh, <laughs> during this, uh, as you said, snippets of uh, things that are going on at Sanctuary Cove. Uh, but this is the only industry I have ever known. Uh, I started very young uh, as a lover of being on the water. Uh, I was fortunate to have parents who chose it as a lifestyle, lifestyle sport for our family. Uh, again, uh, a long time ago yep. on a very small boat. I, th I believe the first family boat was 17 feet long. So, Excellent. and uh, but there's something about the serenity. There's something about uh, learning the respect of so many things when you're on the water, and uh, and then also uh, working together um, as a family because you all must rely on one another, uh, not only for safety but also for enjoyment. So um, uh, as I went off to college to explore and university, uh, what I wanted to become as an adult, uh, I always found myself coming back to this industry. Uh, I had an opportunity to uh, uh, purchase my first um, uh, boat dealership uh, right out of college. Wow. And uh, it gave me an opportunity to, uh, to learn very quickly uh, that this was the industry I was to be in. And uh, I grew those operations uh, um, into a very large U.S. organization, uh, later became a public company, and, uh, um, and uh, took a little bit of time to, to spend with what matters to me, and that's my family. And, uh, and then the opportunity to join Ocean Alexander came along. And uh, especially during a time when we were in a very large um, and a very uh, adventurous growth period. So I had the ability to join the company and, uh, and, and do what I'm currently doing today. And, uh, and it was the only part of the industry that I was not a part of. I was always a part of the retail side, which I believe is just an integral part of success of the company today because I understand clients. I understand how they use them. I understand that clients cannot be and owners cannot be just packaged into uh, um, a category. Yeah. Uh, a boat means more to a lot of people uh, than any other asset that they own. Uh, so many of my friends uh, uh, try to understand the world that I am in. And I very simply say, you know, you have two things in your life that you name, your children and your boat. 
Oh, I love so that. So when you look at it from that perspective, we are dealing with something that is very personal. And I've taken this industry uh, um, very personal. Uh, I am uh, uh, not in this industry uh, for any other reason than to advance it forward. And uh, I wake up every day with that as, as, as my, my bearing and my compass. And, uh, and with Ocean Alexander, that is the philosophy and the culture of our company is how we can build a better boat for a better client experience and give them time on the water that is irreplaceable. Oh, I love that. Now, I know, Dan, you are a big fan of getting more women involved in the boating industry. Can you tell me a little bit about how you have done that? Absolutely. And I, I, I will say that I, I don't set out every day, that uh, I don't look around and say uh, I need more women in the industry. Uh, but as I see our industry globally, I see that there is a tremendous opportunity. So when I can provide that opportunity at every moment, I attempt to do so. Um, in our retail operations, our, um, uh, uh, for Alexander Marine USA, the, uh, um, my uh, head of retail operations uh, is, is, is female. Uh, our vice president of marketing internationally for Ocean Alexander is as well. And, um, uh, and a lot of the very key roles within the organization, um, keeping in mind that I run everything from our uh, uh, retail operations to our service operations and, uh, and marketing. And uh, so I really spend a, a great deal of time uh, looking for ways that I can develop um, a, a very broad but also a very diverse group of people inside of the organization. And, uh, and it served us very well. I think that uh, women in, in boating, women in yachting, uh, is definitely a tremendous... Somebody just sold a boat. <laughs> Woohoo! Was that us? I hope so. <laughs> they, uh, but I, I, I like to believe that, uh, um, uh, that opportunities are for everyone. And uh, I fully embrace uh, uh, what we try to achieve culturally in that um, uh, 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 having, you know, the having having the mind of of uh, of a group of people is important. Having a mind of a diverse group of people is critical. Absolutely, and I, I think so. Very much more so as we're going forward, we need to attract a more diverse clientele to the boating world um, and I think we're starting to recognize that that's incredibly important and something that we really need to focus on right now in the boating industry. Absolutely and you look around uh, uh, you know if, if you attended a boat show uh, 15 or 20 years ago uh, a very different group of people uh, were actually on the employment side of this industry and to see the diversity and uh, how women have become uh, very instrumental and very integrated into the industry, it, uh, it's, I, I believe it's just a fantastic, uh, a fantastic uh, story. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for talking us to, to us today, Dan, here at uh, Sanctuary Cove Boat Show. It's lovely to have you here in Australia. What do you enjoy visiting in Australia when you're here? As sad as this might sound, <laughs> I enjoy going from marina to marina to marina. 
I, uh, the, the industry is, is, is in my blood. It, uh, is not only my profession, it's my hobby. Uh, it's the way I spend time personally, uh, with my family. And, uh, so, uh, as, as, as lovely, um, uh, as, as an individual that my wife is, she is very patient because, uh, even when I'm not working, we always find ourselves on the water. So <laughs> we're a bit, we're a bit the same. So I do hope then, Dan, we can welcome you to one of our marinas, Empire Marina, Bob and Head or Marmon Point Marina one day, because they are a bit special. So I'd love you to see them. I would love that. Thanks, Dan. And that's the Boat Princess out at Sanctuary Cove Marina. So I hope you enjoyed my chat with Dan at Sanctuary Cove Boat Show. Great guy. Good to have a chat with him. And to catch up with all the team at Ocean Alexander, they really are a good bunch of people from Alexander Marine. So um, I shall see you at uh, Sydney Boat Show, I hope. It will be easy to spot because we'll be in our um, boat princess jackets, thanks to Quality Marine Clothing. Um, and some of my team will have some too. We'll, so we'll be a bit like the Pink Ladies starting down the boat show, you know, <laughs> which will be kind of cool. Um, you can, of course, um, add yourself to the Pink Ladies by buying one of those jackets. Just go to Ross and Whitcroft and search for The Boat Princess and you'll see those jackets available for purchase there. Um, they're rather lovely and they're quite dressy. So I um, I often wear them over a nice dress when I'm going out as well. So um, Code Zero jackets from uh, Ross and Whitcroft. So they're really cool. Um, and also we have some brilliant caps you can buy there, uh, picnic rugs, cooler bags, all Boat Princess branded. So you can show to everyone that you are a proud boater that enjoys her boating and um, getting out there on the water. So take care of yourselves, guys. I look forward. Oh, I do have one more favor to ask. Would you mind, please, going to Spotify, Audible, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts and just giving us a quick star review for the podcast? The more we have of those, the more our podcast gets out to the world. And we really want the world to hear these amazing stories by our boating industry and also the boating legends we have interviewed on our podcast there is so much more to come on this podcast and uh, i really want to encourage as many women to go get on the water and then as many women as possible to be in our industry and so getting our podcast out there as much as possible really helps us achieve that goal so lovely to have you here again really appreciate your support Thanks so much. Please review the podcast and I'll see you on the water soon.